Hello? It's Christy Gray, your newest hype girl and astrologer. Welcome to the Cosmic Hotline. Hi, gorgeous, and welcome to this week's episode of the podcast. And this week on the Cosmic Hotline, we're diving into the elements in astrology, what do they really mean, and the rituals that you can lean in associated with every one of the elements. Now, there might be a couple of things that you may need to take into consideration. One, is what elements do you have in your natal chart and what elements are dominant? And two, do you need more of who you are or do you need something else to balance you out? Now, if you don't know the answer to that question just yet, don't worry about it because I'm about to give you the 411. Okay, so what are the elements in astrology? Because there's so many layers that we've been covering off over the last few months. We've been talking about the planets, the zodiac signs, the houses, the angles. We're diving into the elements today and there is going to be a future episode on the modalities. But for now, let's peel it back and talk about earth, air, fire and water. Every single zodiac sign is going to be one of the four elements. If you look at your natal chart, you'll find that some of the zodiac signs are fire signs, some are earth signs, there's air signs, and there's water signs. If we start at the beginning, which is Aries, Aries is a fire sign, Taurus is an earth sign, Gemini is an air sign, and Cancer is a water sign. That theme continues through the cosmos. Leo is a fire sign, Virgo is an earth sign, Libra is an air sign, and Scorpio is a water sign. We then have Sagittarius as a fire sign, Capricorn as an earth sign, Aquarius as an air sign, and the last sign of the zodiac is Pisces, which is a water sign. That's why every single zodiac sign is so different. But you can see some similarities between maybe you and a family member or a friend. And it could be because of how you approach life, how you communicate, depending on what planets are in what zodiac signs and if your elements are the same. Now, if you've connected with me before in a session, I always send you a natal chart as a follow-up. And the natal chart I send you is a template with a key because then it allows you to see what elements you're dominant in. But for anybody else, you can cast your natal chart online at astro.com and find out what elements are dominant in your natal chart too. So I'm not going to bang on about myself today because today is not about me. It's about you. But I'm absolutely certain you've probably heard me say one too many times is sure, I'm a Virgo with three key placements in Virgo, but the majority of my natal chart are in fire signs. So that makes me a very fiery Virgo. Why is this so important? Well, it gives you context. It gives your natal chart context. And most importantly, it gave me radical self-acceptance. So let's dive into these. We're going to start with fire signs. As a recap, our fire signs are Aries, Leo, and Sagittarius. Fire signs are passionate. They're kinesthetic, meaning they need to use their hands and they need movement. Now, even though Aries, Leo and Sagittarius are the same element, their modalities are different, meaning how they ignite their fire is going to be different. More on what that means in a future episode. 
Some words to describe fire signs include action orientated, competitive, impulsive, temperamental, and of course, high energy. Then we move on to the earth signs. Our earth signs are Taurus, Virgo, and Capricorn. Earth signs are really pragmatic. They essentially are always wanting to create something, of course, from an optimum perspective, and they're looking for a return on investment. Now, I know that's a generalization, but I think you know where I'm going with this. Some words to describe our earth signs as diligent, grounded, practical, structured, and of course, patient. We then have the air signs. And our air signs are Gemini, Libra, and Aquarius. Our air signs are the cerebral ones of the zodiac, meaning they've got a lot happening from an intellectual standpoint. They're curious and they're thinkers. Some words to describe our air signs include free-spirited, analytical, intelligent, very communicative, and of course, sociable which leaves us with the water signs. And the water signs are Cancer, Scorpio, and Pisces. Water signs are all about feelings. And like every single sign, depending on their modality, they're essentially going to feel things differently. And then what they do with those feelings, they channel that into different outlets. Some words to describe our water signs. Intuitive, emotional, sensitive, cautious, and they can be a little bit mysterious. So that's how you can start to see similarities between maybe you and your significant other, your kids, or your family and friends. But it doesn't mean that you are the same or you approach life the same. Now, because everything in astrology has duality, there is always a yin, a yang, a black and white. I have two perspectives on this one. Firstly, What are the dominating elements in your natal chart? And what do you need to do in your life to feel like you're coping and living in alignment? Meaning, I have a lot of fire, so I need movement. When I'm not moving quick enough, I feel stagnant. I feel stuck. Whereas if you have a lot of air in your natal chart, you may have a lot of ideas or you might be prone to overthinking. So it's important you have practices in place to cope with that to bring your ideas to life and to ensure that you don't feel overwhelmed. If you have a lot of water in your natal chart, you feel a lot, you're empathetic. It's really important that you don't take on other people's burdens, that you have boundaries in place to protect your energy. And if you have a lot of earth in your natal chart, it's important not to become too regimented in life where you're trying to rigidly build structure as a form of control. But knowing if you don't have a routine in place, it can feel easy to feel like your life is out of sync. So in my opinion, it's about leaning into the dominating elements in your natal chart, but also finding a balance of something else that you might need. Let me give you an example. So your natal chart may be made up of a dominating element of both fire and water. That means there's a lot of passion and feelings happening underneath the surface. You may find some earthy rituals, which I'm about to give you in a moment, will help you to feel like you have a structured way of channeling that energy effectively. Whereas if you have a lot of 
air and water in your natal chart is there might be a lot of feelings happening underneath the surface and so many ideas, but it can be hard to find which one is the right one to choose. That's when you can enlist some fire rituals into your life because you may just create a spark that's the magnetism that you need to feel inspired to take action. Stuck wondering what's on the horizon? Well, astro strategy may be the celestial edge you're looking for. Astrologers gain insight into what's coming up using your transits and progressions. This information is then customized specifically to you and your unique natal chart. And I'm not talking the repetitive information on CoStar, but let's be real, it's a great place to start and it's where I started too. But there's way more insights you can access. And this is why I created my signature formula, Astro Strategy. Astro Strategy is four sessions spaced out over nine to 12 months, you choose. And at each session, we reflect on the last quarter, identifying the sticking points, what's been happening in your life and how you've been managing your time, energy and greatest potential all through the lens of your natal chart. Plus, we explore what's on the horizon. How can we look ahead at the most impactful and influential activations so that you can take big leaps towards your higher self? At each session, you'll walk away with an astro strategy. So think of this as your own personal horoscope and a plan in place to step into the energy of your higher self. If you want to know more, you can head to christygray.com or send me an email at hello at christygray.com for the 411. So I'm going to walk you through some rituals for every one of the elements. You get to choose your own adventure today. And I invite you to note these down somewhere or save this episode or keep it as back pocket because they may help you to connect with yourself on a deeper level. They may help you to give you what you need when you feel out of balance or out of alignment or depending on the element, the new or full moon is it, you can lean on the energy of the specific element to feel whole. So now you know a little bit about the elements, I'm not gonna go back and give you all the specifics, but I am gonna outline the rituals now. For the element of fire, movement and exercise is really important. You could use this as an opportunity to reignite your cardiovascular system, whether that's through high intensity interval training or participating in hot yoga. You can also light a candle to invoke some fire and scent into your home. Or if you feel the need to release something, write your fears down, your limiting beliefs, and don't be afraid to burn them. To work with the element of earth. Earth is all about rituals. Reassess your sleep schedule incorporate habit stacking, which is legit changed my life using the app Routinery. Connect bare feet to earth, and that could include going for a beach walk, which is getting outside with a cup of tea and breathing in some fresh air and connecting your feet to the grass. You can also create something. If you love creativity, lean into something for self-expression. Or if creativity isn't your jam, why not create a beautiful meal? Do some meal prep, get organized. To invoke the element of air, it's all about brain dumping and brainstorming your ideas. If you're ever feeling overwhelmed or feeling stuck and you wanna ignite the intellectual part of your brain, here's a quick tip from my learning and development career. Go to Officeworks or somewhere that sells office supplies. Buy flip chart paper and colored pens. 
As adult learners, we only retain information if we revisit it within 24 hours. So whether you read a book or listen to a podcast, it's really hard to remember everything. When you write something down and see it visually, it's so much easier to remember it and get inspired. But guess what? Color helps with retention of information. So if I'm ever trying to like come up with something new or whether I'm trying to implement or integrate a new astrology concept, that's always the first thing that I do. And the more pictures you can draw, the better. EFT tapping is another great one to move that energy through your body, especially if you want to calm your nervous system. And because air is all about the breath, you could try some breath work as well. Last but not least, we have the element of water. The first thing I'm going to say is a no-brainer, but hydration is key. It might be time to buy a new drink bottle that you're inspired with so you can hydrate your life away. Or my favorite tip is that I have a big canister I keep on the kitchen counter, which is always filled with lemon water so I can refill my drink bottle throughout the course of the day. If you feel like it's time to move energy through your body or release something on a physical level, go jump in the ocean. You could even try out hot and cold therapy to get your circulation and blood moving. Or if that's not your jam and you wanna relax, then why not try a magnesium bath? Load it up with oils, light a candle and kick back with a book. There's so many different ways that you can connect and work with the elements. This whole concept is even in feng shui, which I'm not going to be getting into today. But I hope by sharing them, I've ignited some inspiration into your routine. Or maybe you feel inspired to mix your rituals up. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. I'll be back next week and we have an expert guest takeover with Sarah Keeley from Conscious Days. She's a Scorpio stallion in her natal chart, which is why she is going to be giving us the insight into the Scorpio new moon eclipse that's on the horizon this month. Have a wonderful week and I will be back next week, babe. Until then, stay magical.